Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Matthew Cause, and this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. And this is coming from Amsterdam Arena in Amsterdam, but I bet you already knew that. It's Netherlands versus Austria. Netherlands coming off that really entertaining 3-2 victory over Ukraine on Sunday night. Austria's last game, well, it was against North Macedonia, a 3-1 win. This will be tougher competition for Austria and uh, both of these teams coming off wins. And I wonder what is more important, trying for a win or just being safe, get the tie and take the point. We will find out soon. And with the call, we now go live to Vicky Sparks and Rob Green. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020 champions live here. All in black that will kick us off the Netherlands, all in orange. A reminder, if one of these sides can win tonight in Amsterdam, they will be through to the last 16 of the European Championship with a game to spare. If the Dutch win, they will win the Group 2 with a game to spare. And North Macedonia will be watching on nervously as well because if the Netherlands avoid defeat tonight, North Macedonia will be eliminated. We are underway. Austria kicking from right to left. Get us underway in this first half and the Netherlands win the ball almost immediately. It's picked up though by Austria and Dragovic, formerly of Leicester City, and he wins a free kick given by the Israeli referee Aurel Greenfeld. So we will take you through the lineups. The Netherlands have Stecklenburg in goal. The back three of De Vray, De Ligt and Blint. Ahead of them, Dumfries, Daron, Wijnaldum, De Jong and Van Anholt with Veghorst and Depay up front as Austria have the ball midway through their own half. They have the Watford goalkeeper Backman in goal, the back three of Dragovic, Alaba the captain and Hinteregger. Ahead of them, it's Leiner and then Leimer, Schlager, Sabitzer and Ulmer and Gregoric and Baumgartner up front as Austria have the ball in possession with Hinteregger on the halfway line, lifts it forward. It's Chester down by... Gregoric just outside the penalty area, picked up by Ulmer for Austria, well defended by Martin Daron, the former Middlesbrough man, will clear away long downfield down to the halfway line and picked up by David Alibert, who, as we expect, Rob, is starting in this centre-half position. How long then do you think before he gets frustrated <laughs> and wanders over the halfway line? Let's see as the game progresses. I think if they're under more and more pressure, he might just hang back there, but we get given the team sheets, don't we, before the game, which kind of helpfully gives us a formation and as we were saying I don't think I've ever seen one where the two teams are correct so no great surprise that they had Alaba at left wing but no he's back in at centre half and Austria back in possession just inside their own half here is Dragovic plays it all the way back to Daniel Backman in the Austria penalty area really impressed for Watford in the second half of the season Backman came in for the injured Ben Foster and kept him out of the side on his return which earned him a debut only earlier this month against England the first time he's played for Austria and now he's starting at the European Championships as the Netherlands win the ball with Wijnaldum sends it out to the left-hand side and Memphis Depay he's being well challenged and held up at the back there by Stefan Leiner the home crowd not impressed with that challenge but it looks a fair one Rob yeah, it was good defending, and Memphis Depay immediately, when they won the ball, spun out down that left channel, down the three, side of the three centre-halves. He knows where the space is, he knows he's got the target man up alongside him so he can make those runs, and he knows with the quality that they've got him in field, he's going to get the ball. Stecklenburg now with the ball back in the Netherlands penalty area, another one who might have been surprised, in fact says he was surprised, if you told him at the start of the season that he'd be starting for the Netherlands at the Euros, he says... He would not have believed you. Last summer, he'd just gone back to Ajax. So this is home stadium. 
having left Everton, barely played for them in two and a half years before rejoining Ajax. We joined them as their second choice keeper as he's still on the ball inside his own six-yard box and came into the side after their regular number one was suspended and again has earned himself a starting place at the tournament as the Netherlands pick it up midway through Austria half with Veghorst. Plays it out to the left-hand side. The ball swung towards the penalty area. Well blocked by the right wing back for Austria, Liner. And the Netherlands will pick it up again over on that left-hand side, just inside the Austria half. Three and a half minutes gone, nil-nil. Stecklenburg had the ball there, and Austria decided to press, full press on the whole of the pitch, and left it 3v3 at the back, and Dumfries won the header and was through. And it just needed a return pass, and they didn't see it. But Austria, they're playing dangerously with this high press because the Dutch can play out. Stecklenburg does play out up to the halfway line. Dental Dumfries wins the header and the Netherlands win the free kick. Memphis Depay brought down just outside the edge of the centre circle. And with that press as well, Rob, as well as from a tactical perspective, the temperatures in Amsterdam are pushing 25 degrees still. It's been a very, very hot day. And Frank de Boer highlighted it beforehand in terms of the Dutch, saying that you, you can't press the whole time in those temperatures. You've got to find other ways to try and unlock the defence. And Austria will just have to contemplate that as a good challenge in the centre of the park for the Netherlands, but picked up again by Ulmer for Austria. And Hinteregger now has it just inside his own half. Austria will play it forward. Ulmer down the left-hand side. The black shirt's arriving in the penalty area. Ulmer, very tricky footwear, takes him into the box. He then goes down and the referee... Says no penalty. There wasn't really an appeal from Ulmer, and the Netherlands will bring the ball away with Vinalden. No, it's a good decision, and we've seen this more and more within these, this tournament. Is the referees just letting things go? And unless you make a tackle, it's that physical contact they're going to allow it. So it's good refereeing. Good driving run by Frankie de Jong for the Netherlands. Ball slid into the penalty area. Veghorst just won't reach it ahead of Backman, who comes and gathers on the edge of his six-yard box. <laughs> this has started how we thought it would be. It's easy. It's, they're using the whole of the pitch they're not bothering with hanging back or any tactical side of things just pressing let's go for it and I'll tell you what it's end to end well it's one of these interesting things that when you get to a major tournament sometimes your style can change slightly both Austria manager Franco Foda and the Netherlands Frank de Boer have been criticised in their home country for what's perceived as defensive styles of play I mean with the Netherlands it's all relative it's a defensive for the Netherlands but they've both really gone for it both in their openers and as you say Rob five and a half minutes gone it started at some tempo yeah I think Austria have to start quickly because if they get caught out by this time the team then they'll be dead but watching them against North Macedonia when they had more of the ball and they sat off they got frustrated so perhaps Holland the, the Netherlands when they press they're really playing into their hands now all of a sudden they're just playing a more cagey game just staying off them a fraction yes yeah, just camp just inside their own half Austria nil nil in Amsterdam with the Netherlands here on five live here is David Alaba driving forward from center half again taking the armband in the absence of Julian Baumgartlinger and the ball is played forward looking for Ullmann who's been a real outlet down that left-hand side so far for Austria cleared away by the Netherlands but will be played forward again Ulmer hadn't made the run that time and the ball goes behind for a Dutch goal kick just interesting Hinteregger is playing on the left-hand side of the three which he did which he started against North Macedonia doing and got the ball and drove forward with the ball a lot and during commentary said Alaba should be out there he's the player with the quality and after about an hour he did that and they switched and then all of a sudden he's providing the cross for the third goal so I don't know I wonder how long that will last as well Stecklenburg's goal kick is long it's tidied up 
Only the black shirts at the back for Austria, but well won by Daron for the Netherlands. Here comes Beckhorst, just outside the penalty area, tried to lay it off to Dumfries, cleared away by the sliding challenge of David Alaba, the Austria captain, straight to his counterpart, number eight, Jorginho Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum for the Netherlands, just outside the centre circle, lays it off to Daly Blintz, incisive pass down to Memphis Depay, just outside the penalty area, and back in field to Wijnaldum. He's well closed down in the centre by Conrad Leimer. And the Netherlands work it out to Blint on the left-hand side. Depay is challenged two black shirts on him there, and they get the better of him. And Gregorich, though, can't keep hold of it. And there is De Ligt comes sliding in. Advantage played by the referee again, as Rob Green says. That desire to let the play keep moving, which is so good for the game. And now here comes De Vrij down the left-hand side, goes into the penalty area, stumbled right on the edge of the box under the challenge. And then the Netherlands again... Once a free kick, Dumfries has gone down. And the referee is having a think about this. So far, he's given nothing. Jorginho Wijnaldum is coming over to complain and saying, well, hang on a minute, there was perhaps not one, but two half penalty shouts just around the edge of the penalty area, and you didn't give either of them. No, he's not going to give anything tonight. I think uh, Hinteregger is committed to the first one. I don't think there's any contact at all. But then, again, it's another close call. And Halibut clearly treads on the foot of Wijnaldum inside the penalty area well I think VAR surely have got to have a look at this because as you say Rob yeah they are having a check and I think I think you're right I think he does catch him I think it's just inside the box and I'll be surprised it obviously has to be the clear and obvious bar but I would be surprised if this is not given by VAR and the referee is going to have a look at the screen and Rob we know what usually happens when the referee goes over to have a look at the screen. It's a penalty. He's, he's taken a bad touch, lunged in, got their second contact on the foot, inside, just on the corner of the box. I mean, Vinaldum, half of him is outside the box, but his foot is inside the penalty area. And it is a penalty. The big cheers from the Dutch fans will tell you that, but Rob Green called it. A minute ago, the referee wanted to have a look to make sure the foul by Alaba, and it will be a penalty to the Netherlands. And he's just late, stands on the top of the foot, right in the corner of the box, and the penalty will be awarded to the Netherlands. And Memphis Depay, five goals in his last four games for the Dutch. He didn't score in their last one against Ukraine, but he was still such an influence. Memphis Depay, who has scored eight penalties in Ligue 1 this season for Lyon, now has the ball on the spot for the Dutch to give them the lead against Austria inside the opening ten minutes. It is a wall of orange behind that goal. The referee is just telling him to wait to make sure that Watford's Daniel Backman is on his line, which he is all in light green, trying to make himself as big as possible, waving his arms either side. Here is Memphis Depay for the Netherlands, up against Backman of Austria. Depay scores! Backman went the right way, but it was low from Depay into the corner, and the Dutch have the lead, 1-0. Cool as you like, confident as you like, great penalty. Good decision eventually by the referee, using the VAR. Used a short run at Memphis Depay, and from that, on the angle, it generally suggests to gain the power to beat the goalkeeper, they're going to have to whip it. And with a right-footed player, it goes to Backman's right, he knows that, but it's such a good penalty in the bottom corner. He's got no chance. 
Well, he was the penalty hero, Backman for Watford. I remember back against Oxford in the League Cup penalty shootout, saved three spockets in that, but he couldn't save there from Memphis Depay. And the celebrations erupt in the stands in Amsterdam. Clenched double fists from Frank de Boer. Fingers in the ear celebration, think Iosi Perez from Memphis Depay. He points to the heavens. He has given the Netherlands the lead against Austria. His 27th goal for his country in just 66 caps. And it's remarkable when you think back, Rob, that it just didn't work out for him at Manchester United. No, and it's one that is not the only one. As a forward, it hasn't worked out for him. He's seemingly just enjoying his football again now. And uh, it's going to be a big ask for Austria now. I think uh, the longer that they stayed in the game doing the thing, and they just got caught on the ball a couple of times in the lead up to that. And again, Depay getting caught, and Alaba getting caught on the ball, sorry. That, Oh, yes, they can press. Yes, they can. They can try their own thing. But you've got to take care on the ball when you do have it. And they haven't been able to take care on the ball there. Austria Marcel Sabitzer sending it out to the right-hand side, but it's picked up by Patrick Van Aanholt of Crystal Palace and the Netherlands. And the Netherlands once more will come over the halfway line, leading one 0 Twelve minutes played here on Five Live. Stay with us at half-time as well. We will have an interview with Gareth Southgate coming up ahead of that huge match at Wembley tomorrow. England against Scotland as the Netherlands come forward. De Jong Depay strikes it from the edge of the deep. It hits Dragovic who goes down as the ball spins out of play and I think Dragovic has felt that one, shall we say, as Depay helps the former Leicester man up to his feet. It's a tough, tough ask this for Austria. I remember playing in this very stadium against Holland and being 2-0 down after about 15 minutes and when the crowd gets going and they start to really jumping and the, the players feel good it's a tough tough place to play your football Delic picks it up on the halfway line for the Netherlands yes it's a real bowl of a stadium isn't it the Johan Cruyff Arena the fans are almost on top of you aren't they it's a wonderful atmosphere and they know how to get the party started and uh, tonight they started it early Sent long by Stecklenburg, header one by Dumfries, up towards the Netherlands goal scorer Depay, headed away by David Alibert, the Austria captain, and then that's a late challenge from Martin Derone, and the referee has blown his whistle, and Derone is complaining, but Derone's complaints will not avail him, he goes into the book. Yeah, lunging in, late, simple booking, Alibert booked for his tackle in the penalty area, which seemed a bit harsh after giving away the penalty, that is about as simple as you get for the referee to make the decision the Netherlands are playing a very very high line when they get the opportunity so the emphasis is there to press the emphasis is there to tackle just got that one wrong and it is Alaba the Austria captain on the ball midway inside his own half Austria who trail in Amsterdam 1-0 to the Netherlands thanks to Memphis Depay's penalty Schlager comes back to help out his Long blonde bun playing it to Alaba and then forward over the halfway line. That won't be picked up by Ulmer though, and the ball goes out of play for a Netherlands throw. And those passes, those connections that were coming off so well for Austria in the first 10 minutes just aren't now. No, and all of a sudden you feel like you've got to force it, you've got to get the emphasis, and you know, forcing them passes, you've got to get them right. A little slip from Van Aanholt inside the penalty area for the Dutch, but Stecklenburg was alert to the danger and clears long downfield, and Schlager will pick it up on the halfway line for Austria, who now work it out to the left-hand side, and Ulmer again, who likes to get forward. Dumfries is back there defending. Here is Sabitzer for 
Austria and will lay it off to Schlager. Now out to the left-hand side and Ulmer once more. Again, good defending by Dumfries who comes tight to him and the ball was played forward but Gregoric knew that he was offside, had to leave it and the ball goes behind for a free kick to the Dutch. When it comes to penalties as well, that was only the second penalty to be scored at these Euros out of six so far. Ronaldo scored the other. Keeper's doing a good job, Rob Green. Yeah, I mean, keeper's on top. Nice to see. I think it's uh, looking at it. Save earlier for the Ukraine. Unfortunate that the rebound got saved. It's one that absolute bugbear as a goalkeeper <laughs> everything's against you and this is against Austria at the moment the flow of this game is Beghorst breaks into the penalty area cleared away off David Oliver and out for a Netherlands throw deep in Austrian territory yes again Austria pressing going man to man all over the pitch and kind of grateful it came to Veghorst because he's the one without the pace and in Oliver managing to get back but again it's a last ditch tackle He's another one who's really impressed domestically this season. Veghorst, 25 goals in all competitions for Wolfsburg. Another good goal-scoring season with them and has finally forced his way back into the Dutch setup as the Dutch can't make the most from that throw. And it's long downfield towards Daly Blint, who collects on the halfway line. Plenty of love, of course, inside the Johan Cruyff Arena this evening. Again, for Christian Eriksen, their former player, former teammate of so many of these players as the Dutch come down the left dangerous ball in well claimed by Daniel Backman of Watford came out very well there Rob yeah good take make him feel a little bit more confident after conceding an early goal even though there's nothing he could do about it but the pressing narrow Austria are and uh, the wing backs are getting pressed back and then all of a sudden the overloads come and it's so so difficult for them to deal with it there is a huge amount of pressure on the Austria back line 17 minutes gone the Netherlands lead 1-0. Here is Depay, the goal scorer, to Vekos, just outside the penalty area, falls backwards. And now Martin Daron out to the right-hand side and Dumfries, who points backwards and Daron obliges and goes back to De Vray on the halfway line. And Matthijs De Ligt just outside the centre circle. Hasn't had too much defending to do so far, De Ligt, easing him back in after injury quite nicely. That's how he would have liked it, wasn't it? Here is Depay cutting inside from the left, long ball into the penalty area. Again, Backman gets there first, under no pressure beats the ball down and rolls it out for Austria. A reminder that we have plenty of content for you on BBC Sounds at the moment, most notably our Daily Euros podcast. You can download that every morning, all the latest reaction, big interviews from the European Championships. And tomorrow morning as well, we've got a new That Peter Crouch podcast, a new episode of that. Just go to your app store, download BBC Sounds and have a listen to those. Here are Austria, Hinteregg steps well past Veghorst over the halfway line, tries to play it in field to Gregoric. He's challenged heavily. The ball will spin out to Ulmer on the left-hand side for Austria, but bounces all the way through the penalty area and very easy task for Patrick Van Anhalt just to chest that down to Stecklenburg. Yeah, it's some good football there from Austria, getting three, four passes together, but then they commit only one player into the penalty area for the cross. And it's going to be have to such a big ask there for that to come off against the three centre halves of, of Netherlands. So, you know, yes, there is one thing about playing out and playing through the press and keeping the ball, but then when you do get that opportunity, get in the penalty area. Ball cleared forward over the halfway line by Daron, well intercepted by Hinteregger and now picked up by Schlager in field to Lima and again finds Ulmer breaking down this left-hand side. Very, very well dispossessed there by Frankie de Jong. That is absolutely excellent from the Barcelona man. 
And the Netherlands will play it away. But again, that outlet of Ulmer down the left for Austria is looking a threat, Rob Green. Yeah, well, they've clearly earmarked that Dumfries is not going to get back as much as he should, perhaps, because he's put so much energy in going forward. So that is the space. That's an interesting battle that will carry on for the rest of the game. Dragovic clears long for Austria up to the halfway line. Daly Blint is underneath it and helps it back to Matthias Delict. He's one of those who is a player who knows Christian Eriksen so well. Daly Blinton was speaking about when he played against Ukraine. It was a huge mental hurdle for him, not just because of his connection with Eriksen, but because he's had his own heart problems in the past. Daly Blint has played with a defibrillator for the last two and a half years and such difficult scenes for everyone to go to. We, we are so grateful that Christian is doing well. And again, as we mentioned, so much love for him inside the Johan Cruyff Arena as a former Ajax man, of course, but most basically as a fellow human being as the Dutch win a throw over on that far side. It's just Hinteregger getting a bit too tight. He's over the halfway line. The rest of the defence is 10, 15 yards deeper, but it shows the intent that they've got, that they're going to go in, they're going to be aggressive, they're going to press. 20 minutes played in this first half. The Netherlands won. Austria nil. A reminder that if the Netherlands win tonight, they will be through to the last 16 and they will be through as group winners as well. It's a result that would also knock Mas North Macedonia out. Indeed, unless the Dutch lose tonight, North Macedonia will be exiting the competition after their defeat by Ukraine earlier. Belgium winning against Denmark as well. Do you think that hindsight being a wonderful thing, that winding Arnautovic up and getting him a game suspension in a game that they need Austria to get a point from at least is uh, kind of shot themselves in the foot a bit? See, as a former goalkeeper, Rob Green, it does not surprise me that you think deeply about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but indeed, indeed, Arnautovic certainly a miss for Austria. He is in the stands in Amsterdam, but he will play no part. He is suspended for this match. And Austria need someone to find something. They trail to the Dutch midway through this first half. And you look at the scoring record of Mikhail Gregoric, who's the player who's come in. He's really struggled to pin down a starting place with Augsburg this season. As Austria picked the ball up just outside their own penalty area, stopped that Dutch attack. But that's the problem, isn't it? But when you look at a tournament like this, yes. I'm never going to say, standing next to you, Rob Green, that goalkeepers are not important, but having a striker in form and that can score the goals is so crucial. Yeah, losing one of your main players, your most quality players, and Gregoric starting, he, he came on and was sharp against North Macedonia, but this is a different proposition up against the Netherlands. And the Netherlands have won the ball over on the left-hand side, looking to add to their one-goal advantage, ball in, it's headed away before it can reach Veghorst. Sent back in by the Dutch again. Alaba, the Austria captain, is there and clears long downfield. But it is going straight to an orange shirt on every single occasion as that ball from Frankie de Jong just won't reach the run in field of Patrick van Anholt, who cut him from the left-hand side and is cleared long by Backman. Yeah, it's really comfortable now for the Netherlands. And it just looks so confident on the ball. The forward passes into the front line of finding the feet of the players. And it's just from that point, can they execute the, the skills? Can they get it right? The touch is right at the moment. It's not quite coming off for them, but they'll just keep probing, keep the ball. And it's making it harder and harder for the Austrian team. Netherlands won Austrian nil here on Five Live as Blint advances down the left-hand side, lays it off to... Patrick van Aanholt of Crystal Palace and now in field to Frankie de Jong lovely turn takes him through the Austrian midfield away from Lima sliding challenge then wins it back for Austria 
and will be played out to that right-hand side. They then with the free kick, their right wing back, Stefan Leiner, going down, and it will be a free kick to Austria midway inside their own half on the right-hand side. Netherlands are utilising Daily Blint's versatility when he steps forward out of the defence and even the two other two centre-halves at the back against the one striker and he's filling in in midfield and when Austria do win the ball they're faced with another player in midfield looking to press and they're just so, so confident in that position because they know realistically Gregoric he's, he's, he's sharp but he's not electric he's not really a big man to hold it up there's not really that thing and you can see why he's struggling holding a place down in, in the Bundesliga and Dragovic has just played the ball straight out of play for Austria. Tried the crossfield pass, but it goes straight out of play on the halfway line in front of his manager, Franco Foda. His first major international tournament as a manager as Depay breaks into the penalty area for the Netherlands. Hit the slide netting. And I reckon around half of the 16,000 fans inside the Johan Cruyff Arena thought that was 2-0. Wow, Alaba just could have collected the throw, but decided to leave it I don't know whether he meant it or not but he turned or immediately turned around and said why is no one talking to me he didn't know that Depay was behind him but I think he's just covering up for a poor touch and they got away with it Austria but they trail 1-0 in Amsterdam and the Netherlands who have the breakthrough tend to hold on when they go in front they have won their last 21 matches when they've scored the first goal as that ball forward from Austria won't reach the onrushing Stefan Leiner and it's behind for another Netherlands goal kick as we see a replay of that ball just bouncing over the head of David Alaba I mean he fills in at centre half but it's more than that he, he is proficient there he's a genuinely versatile player but for all the positive tackles he's made he's given away the penalty and he's switched off there or just not got the communication Rob uh, no, I think it's just that mentality that you know you're not working off the worst case scenario as, as, as a defender or in my case as a goalkeeper should you're there going look worst case is we don't we just get rid of the ball and uh, and clear it up the pitch there he's just taking that chance didn't realize that Depay was there and it's probably the best opportunities that they've had other than the goal Depay it is who has the goal from the penalty spot that separates these two sides the scoreline which if it turns into a result the end of this evening will send the Netherlands through to the last 16 as group winners. Austria in possession, dispossessed by Martin Daron. Schlager goes sliding in, trying to win it back. After a little bit of scruffy play, Schlager will pick it up again for Austria. And here is Sabitz to Schlager once more inside the centre circle. Out to the right-hand side now and Dragovic finds line. A good pressing by the Dutch and it's well anticipated by Daly Blint who wins it back just inside his own half. They are really switched on this evening, the Dutch. Yeah, I think they sense the opportunity. They'll have watched the game against North Macedonia. Where Austria really struggled to keep the ball in, in any great length. And, uh, you know, as international teams go, one of the t attributes that you need is to be able to keep the ball and unlock a side. But if you can't keep hold of it, how hard is it going to be to actually pick a pass through this Dutch defence? Fantastic noise inside the Johan Cruyff Arena. This is what we have so missed this season. The joy, the exuberance of fans and the seats bathed in orange as Daly Blint has it for the Netherlands on the left-hand side to buy. Tried to lay it off to Patrick van Aanholt who, shall we say, had not anticipated that ball from his teammates. Not quite on the same wavelength, but as I said, they'll keep on probing, they'll keep... They'll They'll back themselves to get some right, get one or two right, and they'll think that's all they need. 
The Netherlands won, Austria nil. Here on BBC Radio 5 Live tomorrow, our build-up to the big one. England against Scotland starts from 6am on 5 Live Breakfast. With the team out in Leicester and Glasgow as Austria break into the penalty area. The header down by De Ligt just in front of Stecklenburg. It was a good effort driven in by Baumgartner for Austria. And De Ligt is wincing in pain here having made that block just in front of Stecklenburg. It was right behind it as well but Baumgartner letting fly. And <laughs> I think we can see why he's wincing in pain. Rob Green? Yeah, might be a, a bit of a sore nose from that one. And brave defending stood up stood strong took it clean in the face but attacking down this left hand side again Austria had the opportunity Baumgartner's always going to come inside onto his right uh, onto his right foot it's a good strike strong strike and uh, I don't think Dilik's quite so grateful <laughs> indeed he is uh, up to his feet Matthias Dilik and Stecklenberg has the ball for the Netherlands yes Christoph Baumgartner nine goals for Hoffenheim this season, signed a new deal with him in March amidst rumoured interest from Manchester United. He's another one of those who's benefited from the delay to Euro 2020. Only made his debut back in September, but has become a regular starter for Austria, but has seen very little of the ball so far. But here it might put up for Austria. Sabitzer, here is Baumgartner inside the penalty area. Again, another very good sliding challenge from De Ligt. Just does enough to put him off and force Austria away from the penalty area. Ulmer has it for them on the left-hand side, and now they have it back with Alaba inside their own half. Very, very good vision by both attack and defence there. Yeah, that was wonderful ball into Baumgartner, and it's just that touch, and then he needed that turn of pace, which he doesn't really have. Delict his long legs, rangy legs, managed to get across and get the tackle in, a wonderful tackle, but that's the difference between the two teams in an attacking sense that... Sarvitz has got the vision, got the passing. He needs that other person to have the pace to utilise that gap. And Alaba's got the vision and got the passing, but he absolutely did not show it there, the Austria captain. Aimless ball forward to the edge of the penalty area. I mean, he's such a star player for them, David Alaba. Do you think conceding that early penalty has rattled him? I, I just I don't think he's being utilised in the right way there. I don't think he's a defender. I don't, and I don't think against... A strong attacking Netherlands side that, that he's being utilised in a way that, yes, get him involved in the game, influencing the game. He, they've been criticised for playing him out wide on the left and him sort of having a bit part in the game. But at centre half, I'm not sure. Long ball forward from Backman for Austria, collected by the Netherlands skipper Jorginho Vijnaldum. 29 minutes played, Netherlands 1, Austria 0. It's just joined Real Madrid, David Alaba, after leaving Bayern Munich 13 years with the German side. He's such a decorated and talented player, became the youngest player to win 10 Bundesliga titles this season at the age of 28. But there will be questions asked amongst the Austrian press and fan base about whether... Franco Foda, as Rob Green says, is getting the best of David Alaber as David Lynn wins a free kick for the Netherlands just inside the Austria half. Breaks down on the left-hand side, though, and will be brought away by Austria. They can't make anything of that, though. And Stefan de Bray will pick up the ball for the Netherlands midway through their own half. De Bray now over the halfway line, plays it forward looking for Weghorst, but he won't be able to use his strength to hold on to that. And Schlager has it midway through his own half for Austria. Franco Foda Austrian managers, one that can change his formation, can adapt, and you just think that playing North Macedonia is a very different proposition to playing this Dutch side. So, you know what? 
they need an out ball. They need something to scare the defence of the Netherlands. Then put Alaba in an, in an attacking sense because, you know what, they leave gaps. Here is Baumgartner for Austria. Went for the 1-2 with Sarbitzer. And the referee agrees with the Austrian appeals and says that is a free kick to Austria. Third of the way inside the Netherlands half on the left-hand side. Just in terms of the formation, Rob, it... <laughs> Is it as simple as it? he just wants to match them up in terms of the three at the back? But but is that necessarily the right decision, as you say, if you're not getting the best out of your best player? You want your best player to be the most influential player in an attacking sense, and, and he is that. And Sarbitzer did that in the previous game, but needed help, and he's not doing that right now. He's on the ball now, Sarbitzer, as Austria take that free kick short. Ulmer sends it in field to Lima, who's under pressure from Daly Blint, and that's good pressure from the former Manchester United man as it's cleared away by Derone at the back. It just must have spun out of play there. For a moment, I thought Derone had just fired it into his opponent outside his own penalty area, and the ball had spun quite kindly for Austria, but the flag is up on the far side. The Netherlands have the decision, and still they lead by a goal to nil as Frank de Boer scowls on the touchline. <laughs> I wonder if he's a little bit like Steve Clark. I think it was John McGinn saying that you never know what Steve Clark's actually thinking because he always looks angry, the Scotland boss, but it's just his resting face. I have a feeling <laughs> that Frank de Boer may be of the same ilk. He's, he's been squinting in the sun all day, I think. <laughs> uh, such a, reports of the heat in uh, Amsterdam. Ball played forward by Derone over the halfway line. Too much on it. And Depay won't latch onto it. And Backman is out of his goal and picks it up for Austria. 32 minutes gone in this first half and the Netherlands lead 1-0. The Netherlands heading through to the last 16 as things stand as Lima breaks into the penalty area but again the ball over the top just has too much on it and it's easy for Stecklenburg to see the ball behind. Yes. Sarbitz and Alba there. Sarbitz is dropping in almost into the defence to get the ball and trying to influence the play but you're then 50, 60 yards away from the opposition goal and it's, uh, it's a long way to influence the game in trying to score from that distance and uh, yeah, he's going to hit a long ball, he's got that range of passing but it's a big, big ask. Goal kick taken long by Stecklenburg over the halfway line, the jump from Veghorst was missed, Depay won't latch onto it either and it's forward by Ulmer and now Schlager under pressure from Jorginho von Adams is very well there, Zava Schlager and plays it out to Sarbitzer in the centre circle. He feeds Ulmer once again down that left-hand side. Pressured by Dumfries back into his own half. And Schlager then goes down and belatedly the referee blows the whistle and it will be a free kick to Austria just inside their own half. Austria who trail 1-0 to the Netherlands. 12 minutes to go until the break. At which break on 5 Live you will be able to hear from the England manager Gareth Southgate who has been speaking to John Murray ahead of our commentary of England against Scotland from Wembley tomorrow. Here are Austria in the centre circle with Conrad Leimer, now advancing midway through the Netherlands half, but again surrounded by orange shirts. One of them is Frankie de Jong, well anticipated that ball out to the right-hand side by Van Anhalt, gets a touch on it. Austria throw, taken quickly. Forward now to the edge of the Netherlands penalty area and Gregorich, but again Sabitzer is forced backwards and the work rate of the Dutch in the heat in Amsterdam is holding Austria at bay so far. Here they come there with Hinterega who drives the shot from 25 yards on the angle. It flew over the crossbar. Well, I was about to berate him for going for goal from there, but it, yes, it was over, but it wasn't too far over. Well, I think his teammates will be berating him. <laughs> Centre-half shooting from 30 yards on, on a, an angle that's 
odds on that he's going to miss and uh, he duly did but the Dutch defence are going man to man and they're pressing in and leaving great big holes that they're not filling at all with anybody else they're just leaving them they're saying look we'll, we'll, we'll take a chances it needs that third man run it needs that running behind from someone in a, in a black shirt to to exploit and it's just it's just not happening for them but the openings are there Dragovic penalised for a foul on Memphis Depay and the Netherlands have a free kick just inside their own half Dragovic the former Leicester City player has just joined Serbian champions Red Star Belgrade after leaving Bayer Leverkusen he was a very popular player Dragovic at Bayer Leverkusen they had a song for him it's roughly translated contained the line he tackles players very strongly and has the best hair in the league which is uh, two nice things to hear I think if you're a strong centre half with long hair like Dragovic prides himself on his hair <laughs> Lima wins the ball for Austria midway through their own half trailing the Netherlands by a goal to nil in Amsterdam here is Baumgartner and Hinteregger is up on the overlap the centre half wins the throw deep in Netherlands territory that's more what you want him to do then Rob just get forward to support the attack a little bit or as a former goalkeeper are you saying maybe just stay back a little bit and watch, watch the Dutch coming well, forward not your centre half maybe I mean he's been given a licence clearly and this left hand side they, their left hand side they really are targeting, targeting it now Schlager's gone down just outside the Austria penalty area the whistle has gone for a foul on Wijnaldum further up the pitch by Hinteregger who will now do as Rob Green wants him to do and get back towards his own penalty area but that's exactly what you're saying Rob if you are going to allow your left-sided centre-half to go forward why not make it Alaba? Well this is it and Hinteregger with that tackle I think he showed he's had enough of going forward because he wasn't going to track back then was he? <laughs> so free kick to the Netherlands who lead 1-0 here on 5 Live. Eight minutes to play until half-time, as well as the huge England against Scotland match coming up for you tomorrow. We have two other commentaries too. Sweden against Slovakia with Conor McNamara and Clinton Morrison. That's from 2 o'clock. And then Croatia against the Czech Republic, that other game in England and Scotland's group from 5 o'clock with Alistair Brees-Ball and Chris Sutton reunited. The Netherlands with the ball on the left-hand side. Daily Blint will win the throw midway through the Austria half. If you're Frank de Boer approaching half-time, Rob Green, how pleased would you be with this first half so far? I think you'd be pleased. I think that they can penetrate the Austrian back line when they get it right. They're getting plenty of the ball. They're getting the options. Just not getting it right every time. And uh, that belief of just keep doing the same thing and it'll come right. But also, I'd say that, you know, it the Austrian manager yes they went behind early but they kept it relatively quiet I mean they haven't been bombarded on their goal so they're still in this game former England goalkeeper Rob Green with us on 5 Live this evening as Schlager plays the ball forward cleared away by Stefan de Vrij Schlager will win it again for Austria Liner will try and keep it in on the far side but won't do so and the ball goes out for a Netherlands throw but Zava Schlager in the heart of that Austrian midfield is, is coming into this more and more as the Netherlands have a player down on the far side. It's Daly Blint and Mikhail Gregoric is just having a word here, having tangled with Daly Blint, who went down and hit the deck. He's now back up to his feet and Gregoric is in late there on the former Manchester United man. Clumsy. Yeah, I just think it's a holds his hand up in acknowledgement that he knew what he was doing. He's 
thought, well, I'm not going to chase after this ball anymore. I'm, I'm doing this on my own up here, so if I knock you over, I might get a 10-second breather. And they do have a breather, Austria, trailing the Netherlands by a goal to nil. And they have a throw over on that far side, which will be taken looking for the run of Baumgartner. There's plenty of movement here from Austria, but I'm, I'm not sure Liner really knew who to aim for. And the Netherlands will clear away, headed forward by Alaba, collected by the Netherlands once more. And De Ryan, now the former Middlesbrough man, Martin De Rome. Played forward, looking for the run of Veghorst, he's into the penalty area, tries to pull it across to Depay, and Depay skews it over the bar from inside the six-yard box. It was a bouncing ball to be fair, but the Dutch fans in the stands have their hands on their heads, and with a player the calibre of Memphis Depay, you'd expect him to do better. It's a wonderful crossfield ball from Van Arnholt. Hinteregger's too far forward in advance, and you're waiting for Veghorst to pull the trigger, decides to square it, but squares it into the ground. It makes it bounce in front of Manchester Pike, who gets it all wrong. Just needed to get over the ball, did exactly the opposite. I think the ball, that angry face was properly <laughs> angry then. I think it was. Five minutes to go until half time. The Netherlands won. Austria nil in Amsterdam. It's a, it's a difficult one for Depay. He's trying to let the ball fall as much as possible as the Netherlands could be in here again. And it's pulled back to Wijnaldum on the penalty spot. Cleared away by Austria. Sent back in by Derone. Dragovic skews his clearance on the edge of the box. Derone is tussling for it. 25 yards out. And the referee has seen a foul there by Martin Derone as the ball fell to Van Aanholt on the edge of the penalty area. And Austria have a free kick and some respite because the Dutch are ramping this up heading into half-time. And Van Aanholt's ramping it up himself. It's just moments before it was a long ball from him. Now it's a give-and-go and he's inside the penalty area. Cleverly picks up by an album. He's just a fraction in front of him. Doesn't get a great strike on it, but that's two clear-cut chances for this Netherlands side. And... You're asking me whether Deborah would be happy going into the break. I think he'd be really frustrated now that because this game could be dead and buried. Four minutes to go until half-time and it is still 1-0 to the Netherlands against Austria here on Five Live as Austria have the ball midway through their own half. And yeah, you mentioned how Van Anholt's really been getting forward in the last five minutes. That was such a competitive position for the Dutch, the left wing-back position. He was up against Owen Vindal and Van Anholt of Crystal Palace got the nod. And so far, he is justifying this selection as the ball goes out of play for an Austria throw midway inside their own half. In fact, it will go to the Netherlands. So Denzel Dumfries has this and will send it up towards the halfway line, up towards Veghorst. Dumfries then clears it off Sabitzer for another throw to the Netherlands as Frank de Boer watches on as the assistant coach de Boer as the Netherlands reached the World Cup final back in 2010 of course had that very brief spell with Crystal Palace five games in 77 days that followed a very short spell at Inter Milan as well 85 days there have been question marks from the Dutch public members of the Dutch media as well skepticism over De Boer and his approach whether he's the right man as the Netherlands have the ball midway inside their own half that's a loose touch won't quite let Gregoric in from Daily Blink Gregoric has gone down for Austria and stays down as 
Stekenberg clears away long up towards the halfway line. The header is won by David Alaba, the Austria captain, but will fall to Frankie de Jong. And again, it's a lovely ball from de Jong out to the left-hand side of Memphis Depay, who is wagging his finger, and he is wagging his finger because the offside flag has gone up on this near side, and it will be a free kick to Austria. But just on de Boer, Rob, I think whenever you come into a national side where you've replaced somebody that, that hasn't been sacked but has actually left for another job so Ronald Koeman leaving for Barcelona would have taken charge of the European Championships there's always going to be question marks from the fans and the, the conservative way that the Dutch were playing this five at the back that he's, he's brought in was irritating shall we say a, a lot of large chunk of the Dutch support as Austria win a free kick just inside their own half but they've got to the Euros the five at the back is essentially now a three at the back very attacking wing backs brilliant game with Ukraine and they've been attacking in this match as well yep and I get the impression that the ball doesn't really care what anyone else thinks either which is uh, a quality as a manager I think he's uh, had his history with players and falling out with players and falling out with groups of players and so it's be interesting to see how sometimes International football suits that type of manager because you don't get to see him very often. The longer this game, this this group goes into this tournament, it'll be interesting to see how they go on. The Netherlands have stolen it by an Adam outside the penalty area, squares it to Depay, try to curl it into the top corner. The deflection will take it right past by an Adam who knew that he was offside. And Austria will clear the ball away. 60 seconds plus added time to play in the first half in Amsterdam. The Netherlands won. Austria nil, a result that will see the Netherlands through to the last 16 and it will see them through as group winners as well. But still over a half of football to play as Austria come forward. 25 yards out on the right-hand side. Here is Liner, spreads it out to the right once more. Austria advancing towards the penalty area. Schlager had made a run in field as Leimer just receives it back from Ulmer and then Leimer's ball into the penalty area. Just too much on it. And it's behind for a Dutch goal kick. And that's been the story, Rob Green. Yeah. The second ball forwards for Austria is key. They play the first ball forward. And the pass is on because this Dutch defence is all over the place. You've got one push in and the other two centre-halves are, are, are one and one. And it's just, you're looking at it saying the gaps are everywhere. But it just needs that second pass to be forwards as well. Just to have that confidence to say... OK, I'm going to hit it first time. I'm going to help it on its way into a path of a runner. They just need that runner, need that space. And they're in, but they just haven't been able to utilise it yet. Into one minute of added time at the end of this first half. The Netherlands with the slender advantage, but they have been the better side on home soil as Austria play the ball forward through Baumgartner, cleared away by the Netherlands, but Schlager is then fouled inside his own half and it will be a free kick to Austria. You do feel that if Austria are going to get back in this in the second half, that Schlager's determination, his physicality in the centre of the park it is going to be key. Yeah, um, hopefully they don't tire like they have in this first half as well, because realistically looking at it, uh, they've, they've been caught out a number of times now in the tail end of this first half. And if it, that first start, that fast start from the Netherlands really did catch them out, and then they couldn't really find their legs. And there is the half-time whistle, and it is the penalty from Memphis Depay that gives the Netherlands the Welcome advantage. Welcome back, everybody. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Netherlands with a 1-0 lead on Austria on a questionable penalty 
by Memphis Depay. And joining me, as always, it is One Soccer's lead commentator and TSN Radio's Euro contributor. It's Gareth Wheeler. How you doing, Wheels? I'm doing awesome. Not as good as Dutch fans right now. The Netherlands out of the last World Cup looking fully in control of this match and have a one-goal lead. And let's let's get to that that penalty kick. And I looked at it and letter of the law, yes, I can see why they called it spirit of the law. That felt ticky tack at best. I don't like I I didn't feel great about that call. I don't have a, a horse in the race, uh, but I, I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, it, it was suspect. Let's put it that way. And let's kind of break down what happened because the Netherlands were attacking down the right-hand side. And initially, another player, Stefan de Vries, went down very easy. I thought it was sim- simulation cause. I thought it was a dive inside the area. So there was all kinds of Dutch protests right right away, like almost instantaneously after that. A heavy touch by Austria's best player, David Alaba, inside the area. The Dutch player, Denzel Dumfries, comes to challenge, and Alaba comes down and steps right on his foot. And really, just picture this, it's right at the top corner of the area. So yeah. there's, there's absolutely no danger in that area of the park as well. They went to VAR, and you're right, letter of the law, that is a penalty. But I think that if the referee could do it all over again, he might have called the Dutch player DeVries diving to begin with simulation which kind of set forward that series of unfortunate events so i think it's really harsh on austria that the penalty was conceded but you're right letter of the law it ended up being the correct call i guess what you hope for that it's the second half for a couple more scores and that it doesn't end up one nil because and it's not like it's going to mar it but it it you, you, in terms of a really satisfying result, you don't want it to be because of that one. And it was a great penalty kick. Uh, and interesting, I have to pay a little bit later, uh, 39 minutes in. Woof, he missed. Open net, shot goes high. Uh, but you kind of don't want it to end with that result. Generally, you would say that, but I mean, the Dutch should be an emphatic. Austria brought next to nothing to the table. I, yeah, I know that point, they won their point. first match uh, against North Macedonia, but this is a team yeah. that. Simply lacks ideas in attack. Uh, Grigorich, their main striker up top, I think he scored one goal over the course of his club season. Probably the most reliable goal scorer for country. Marko Arnautovic is suspended for this game. Some might remember he made some unseemly gestures. Some people say they're a racist. That wasn't confirmed uh, after he scored the 3-1 goal, but he was suspended from the tournament for a game, so he's out today. So the question is, who's going to score on this Austria side? Yeah. I know that the, Nether- the Netherlands have wasted a number of chances, but you just have that feeling that Austria is going to find it very difficult to, to, to try to find the back of the net here. Yeah, Wheeler, and you know what? That's a really good point by you. The fact is the Netherlands have been the better team for the first half, and if they continue with just the, the more chances, the more dangerous chances, the far better possession than well, penalty kick or not, certainly that's the team that deserves to win this match. Um, on the other side, I want to get into what we saw uh, what we saw earlier uh, between Denmark and Belgium, because Belgium, those two goals in the second half were just things of pure beauty and i want to get you to break it down uh i was uh just what we saw from the Katu today was incredible so uh gareth will break all that down for us in just a moment you are listening to tsn radio your official the official coverage station coverage station that sounds stupid i'll do it the right way tsn radio's live coverage of euro 2020 welcome back everybody this is tsn radio the official home of euro 2020 
Currently, it is the Netherlands up 1-0 over Austria. Before we get back into that match with uh, Gareth Wheeler, I want to go back. And uh, Wheeler, what we saw from Belgium coming back from 1-0, scoring 2 in the second to beat Denmark 2-1, and Lukaku, and I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce his name, but on the first goal, the incredible speed capitalizing on just a slight turnover by Denmark, and then the second goal that he set up, I don't know how he got through three to four, three to four different defenders in such a small amount of space. Uh, he was all, him and his athleticism and just the magic he does was on full display, wasn't it? Romelu Lukaku is a phenomenal talent. He's really hit his peak. Oh, He's really God. come to age this year. He's 28. He won a Scudetto, a Serie A title with Inter Milan this season. And it's funny, he just didn't work out at Manchester United. So people were mocking him. There was footage that was circulating online of him taking horrible touches, looking like an amateur during training and before games. But he's absolutely unstoppable when he's on his game. And he didn't score this game. And that's usually his trademark. Scored two goals in the first game against Russia. But uh-huh. honestly, he played a massive role in this. But Belgium were played off the field in the first half by Denmark. It was yeah. emotional. Oh, yeah. Players were crying during the national anthem. Obviously, it's played in Copenhagen, Denmark. What happened with Christian Eriksen. And they completely outplayed Belgium for 45 minutes. Then all of a sudden, Kevin De Bruyne comes on. If you don't know this mm-hmm. name... Put him right behind Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo in terms of the best players in the world. He is that good. He fractured his orbital bone. He broke his face in the Champions League final. He was doubtful for this tournament, didn't play in the first game, came on after 45 minutes, and he dominated the game. You're right on the first goal. Lukaku did the initial work, but he cut it back to De Bruyne, who's so silky smooth, just played it across for a tap-in for the goal. Then the second goal he scored, uh, you're right, Lukaku did the work, but it ended up oh. on De Bruyne's foot. And he made the finish look easy. He is simply he unreal. And that comp- combination between those two players cause make Belgium a legitimate contender here at this tournament. Well, you saw it on both those goals. Like the first goal, there was three beautiful passes. And then the second one, it was four quick ones from Lukaku, just bang, bang. And, and then, uh, you know, uh, the rhyme, he was wide open. And he, listen, he still had to finish. And you're right, he made it look easy, but just... It was like everyone was some sort of uh, mental telekinesis with one another. Well, they they just slow down the game, right? As quickly as it's going, it just almost slows down. It's Matrix style. Call him Neo. And it just kind of works that way. And look, Denmark left it all on the field. I can't believe they didn't score late to make it 2-2. Yeah. And, and, and look, they've been through so much. They need to finish out the group uh, for, uh, with a win for any chance of moving on. It looks bleak to begin with, but uh, certainly disappointing for the Danes. Well, let's end with this. Uh, Netherlands with some missed chances in in the first half. What um, what do they need to do? Um, what do they need to do? Or not? The, yeah, what the Netherlands? Yeah, they missed a bunch of chances. It could, it could easily be two, maybe three nil. Uh, this is a lot harder competition than North Macedonia for Austria. What do you expect in the second half? Well, they just need to finish their chances. You said it, 39th minute, yeah. Memphis to pie, wide open, white oh. horse, put it on a platter. He sent it back to the kitchen. It was absolutely ridiculous. A player of his ability who's going to be signing with Barcelona cannot miss a chance like that, but he did. So it's still game on. They play so defensively with basically five at the back that that's not the concern. If they can get one goal on the counterattack, this game is over. Like I already said, I have a hard time seeing Austria get back into this anyways.
Netherlands, I, I know they had their doubters coming into this tournament, but but through three halves of football, they have looked the real deal. They're playing an exciting brand. They look a complete team, so they just need to keep on building on this foundation that they've laid. Gareth, always appreciate. Thank you so much for the analysis. We will chat tomorrow around the same time. Oh, tomorrow, England, Scotland, get ready for it. It's going to be wild. And look, I think Scotland's going to have a puncher's chance here. It might be a drunk puncher's chance, but I do think they have a chance. It's going to be an awkward one for England. It's going to be peak Wheeler. That's coming up tomorrow. England soccer. (laughs) Uh, Scotland is 3 o'clock tomorrow on TSN Radio. Halftime with me and Wheels. Thanks so much. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. Ciao, pal. We get you set for the second half. Coming up in just a moment, you'll listen to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. We take you back now to Amsterdam Arena, Netherlands, with a 1-0 lead over Austria. I'm Matthew Cause, and yes, you are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. We are the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. Enjoy the second half find a way back on level terms this evening they are going to have to step it up in this second half yeah the opportunities are there the openings are there you just see it but they need to get those two three four passes together they're there because the dutch are pressing and the back line is not one cohesive unit so it's tantalizingly close for them they're still in this game they shouldn't be but they are Yes, they shouldn't be because the Dutch have squandered chances, particularly towards the end of that first half. But they are. We are underway in this second half at the Johan Cruyff Arena. No changes at half-time, so we will take you through those lineups in a moment. But Austria all in black in possession, playing from left to right. And a good break down the right-hand side by Lima. Early ball into the penalty area. Sliding block by De Ligt. Spins the ball out to the right-hand side. Liner now will pick it up and fire it off Van Anhalt for a throw bright early start by Austria inside the opening 36 seconds of this second half yeah early opportunity to really make a dent into this game and uh, didn't do it again didn't get that final ball right but these wing backs they're not interested in tracking back at all and here are Austria in possession deep in Netherlands territory Baumgartner again wins another throw so we will take you through the Netherlands lineup. Stecklenburg in goal, the back three of De Vray, De Ligt and Blint. Ahead of them, it's Dumfries, Derone, Wijnaldum, De Jong and Van Anhalt with Veghorst and Depay who scored their goal from the spot up front as Austria lose possession from that throw. Here is Depay, nice little back heel, trying to find Frankie De Jong. But it deflects off De Jong who can't trap it and the ball will go out for an Austria throw. Midway through the Netherlands half on the right-hand side. Austria with Backman in goal, the back three of Dragovic, Alaba and Hinteregger. Ahead of them, it's Liner, Lima, Schlager, Sabitzer and Ulmer with Gregoric and Baumgartner up front as the ball is cleared away by the Netherlands just outside their own penalty area. Here is Alaba, the Austria captain, plays it back to the edge of the Austria penalty area and the referee has stopped play because Patrick van Aanholt is down here. He's clutching the small of his back, grimacing in pain. And so the referee has stopped play to make sure that the Crystal Palace man is okay. And it's a collision with his own player, Rob. Yeah, something out of nothing. I think he just takes an elbow in the back from Baumgartner. The three of them coming together at once as Blink cleared it. But, uh, yeah, I think Danny Blink might be wanting to have words with him after that early attack because he doesn't want to be tracking down that channel as the left-sided centre-half. He needs Van Arnold to get back, but... I'm sure he's got that interested. Well, he is up to his feet, Van Anholt. 
and play will continue as Frank de Boer barks some instructions from the sideline. Stecklenburg preparing to take this free kick for the Netherlands. You mentioned him falling out with players during his career, Frank de Boer. One player he's certainly fallen out with is the player who was expected to be their first choice keeper at this tournament, Jasper Sillison, who contracted COVID before the tournament, was in the squad. And de Boer said, right, I'm taking you out of the squad, even though he probably would have had time to recover as Austria come forward. They had bodies over. Vital interception on the edge of the penalty area. And Wijnaldum will bring it away for the Netherlands. He's pressured by Sarbet, so that's very calmly done by Jorginho Wijnaldum, the former Liverpool man now, of course, as the ball is played out by Frankie de Jong to the right-hand side. And Denzel Dumfries, who's got forward here, outside the penalty area, cuts it back to Wijnaldum, urge to shoot, does shoot, straight into the back of Dragovic, who blocked it well. And Austria will clear up towards the halfway line. And there again, Rob Green is the space that you're talking about in the Dutch midfield. But Austria can't make the most of that. Baumgartner can't latch onto it. And De Ligt has it just outside his own penalty area. Yeah, absolutely, Vicky. And they just, they just commit bodies. They commit bodies forward. And uh, that back line of the Austrian back five just dropped and dropped and dropped. And that created the space on the edge of the box of Wijnaldum, who didn't quite get a shot right, struck a defender. But because they commit so many bodies forward... Austria can play out and they just all of a sudden the threat of the counter-attack is there but here is the threat of the Netherlands attack Veghorst sliding in got something on it but Alaba was there as well and Veghorst's touch on the ball only sends it all the way back to Daniel Backman so Austria with the ball midway inside their own half four minutes played in the second half at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam Netherlands won, Austria nil, a result which, if it stays the way it is, will take the Netherlands through to the last 16 tonight as group winners. And it will also be the end of the tournament for North Macedonia. If they're to stay in on their major tournament debut, they need the Netherlands to lose. But the Netherlands are winning by a goal to nil as Lima sends the ball forward to the edge of the penalty area for Austria, picked up by the Netherlands captain, Jorginho Wijnaldum. And all the way back to Martin Stecklenberg, all in bright yellow, who clears long up towards the centre circle. And Vekos has gone down here. David Alaba is applauding because the free kick's gone Austria's way. Vekos feels he's a, a little unlucky there. Yeah, never understood any of those decisions ever as a player. Couldn't work out who was fouling who ever. The referee gives a decision, no one knows why. Gregorich looking for the 1-2 inside the penalty area. Cleared away by the Netherlands. Headed on by Austria on the edge of the centre circle and forward from Sarbitzer now. Again, the Austrians looking bright in this second half as they look to get back on level terms. The Netherlands have given the ball away. And again, Austria will have it over on the left-hand side with Ulmer and then Hinteregger. It looked like a lazy ball forward there, but Baumgartner was wise to it. Blink clears away inside the penalty area for the Netherlands and will be picked up by Dumfries. But he's well dispossessed by Ulmer. The Dutch really haven't got going in this second half. And you can hear the cries of frustration from some of the Dutch fans around the Johan Cruyff Arena as that attack breaks down for Austria and it's all the way back with Stecklenburg but they need to wake up here the Netherlands yeah Austria started brightly started the better and Stecklenburg experienced as he is just standing on the ball taking a sting out of the game for a few seconds and uh, they need it because it's been a slow start well, he's cleared the ball long over the halfway line Martin Stecklenburg and Two players have gone down here, Dumfries and Hinteregger. Dumfries is saying that it should be a foul. The referee is motioning his hands together to say no. It's just a coming together and both players are back up to their feet. Yes, Stecklenburg, as you mentioned, Rob, so experienced, 38 years old. The former Everton, Southampton and Fulham man, became the oldest Dutch player to play at a Euros when he 
started their first match against Ukraine. So he's broken his own record today. <laughs> he has. He has indeed. Record-breaking history maker. One of those you keep your eye on, isn't it? <laughs> Austria in possession just outside the Netherlands penalty area. Swung in by Liner behind for an Austria corner. Yep, they get enjoy down the flanks. And then the space is there because of the two centre midfielders staying very, very central for the Netherlands. Just outside of them, just in that pocket of space in front of the wing back by the midfielders. They can play out through that. Well, now David Alibert from a set piece has a chance to show us what he can do with his delivery. The Austria captain swings it high to the far post and unfortunately for David Alibert and Austria, he didn't show us too much there. Perfect for Stecklenburg. You love them as a keeper. You know that the player who is on you is in front of you and it's clear their head by about two, three feet and you can catch it about head height. It's as comfortable as you like. The first corner of the game, unbelievably, and it's one that you think, what a waste. Yeah, I saw your eyes light up, Rob Green. <laughs> Keepers. <laughs> the Netherlands in possession. Here is Van Anhar out to the left, and their goal scorer, Memphis Depay, whose penalty after 11 minutes gives them the lead at the Johan Cruyff Arena. Eight minutes gone in the second half here on Five Live as the ball is cleared out of play for a Netherlands throw midway through the Austria half and again the noise rises in Amsterdam the Orange fans are very much enjoying this they know that this scoreline will take the Netherlands through to the last 16 this evening with a match to spare as group winners as well as Schlager clears the ball away from outside his own penalty area Austria then want a free kick just inside their own half but it's not given by the referee who again allows play to continue ball forward from Van Aanholt is cleared away by Dragovic out for a Netherlands throw just inside the Austria half on the left-hand side. You just wonder if the Dutch do go through with this with this win. You're looking at the third game, it's a really good opportunity to ball rest that squad. These games come thick and fast, and it's not the biggest of squads of household names throughout the side is the Netherlands, and so he needs to rest them players at some point. They're in possession here, but Veghorst. Gives the ball away, Hinteregger, well anticipated by the Austria centre-half. Steps up, gets a touch on it, but the Netherlands pick the ball up on the right-hand side. That's a brilliant turn by Wijnaldum. Plays Dumfriesen down the right-hand side. Ulmer is there with him. Ulmer stands up well. And the decision goes Austria's way as well. He's done very well there, Ulmer, because Dumfries, as we know he likes to do, was bursting forward down that right-hand side. And Ulmer stood up, put the tackle in and prevented the corner as well. Yeah, it's wonderful for Wijnaldum. Moments before couple of moments ago he turned round two Austrian players and there it was just Hinteregger gambling he knew he read it from about seemingly yards away and just let him commit himself went round him goodbye Van Anholt's given away a free kick just outside the Austria penalty area the Netherlands won Austrian ill almost 10 minutes played in the second half here on five live just going back to that Jasper Sillison conversation it, he is it's it's not understating it to say he is absolutely furious with De Burt. so Yes, he contracted COVID at the end of May. If you think back to John Fleck, same thing happened to him in the Scotland training camp. Of course, he's still involved in the squad. But De Boer said to Sillison, who was expected to be the number one, no, I'm, I'm just not going to take you anymore, and called up Marco Bizot and said, in that position, Rob, how would you feel? It's incredible, isn't it? I mean, you don't know the ins and outs of it. As Austria come forward, ball into the penalty area, blocks by Daly Blint, will be picked up again by Liner, but Blint does very well 
and clears away the second attempt. But on the face of it, it seems nil this that you can contract without knowing and no one pass it on without knowing as we've all experienced and uh, it's seemingly something that if you're punished for it it's the eve of a major tournament and I was fortunate enough to go to two got injured for another just beforehand and it's one of the highlights of your lives and it gets taken away from you and yeah rightly so I feel like you had that magical moment taken away from you very very frustrating free kick to the Dutch who send it back to Stecklenburg who is now playing instead of the aforementioned Sillerton and I suppose for a keeper as well I mean you can understand him being in the squad he's not ready and Stecklenburg gets the nod but to pull him out of the squad when actually it's as third choice keeper Bizzle is so unlikely to play anyway I did I did it, I have to say when I heard about it, it it did raise some eyebrows for me and clearly it does for you as well yeah, if you think about the man management De Boer's, as you say, upset people in the past. As Dion plays that forward for the Netherlands, it's well blocked and that was important for Austria as there were four orange shirts waiting to receive that pass. There might have been a couple of them offside, but Austria come forward playing all in black, the Netherlands all in orange. And the Netherlands it is who lead by a goal to nil, 12 minutes played in this second half on five live. Austria in possession. Good turn in the centre of the field by Conrad Leimer, but again, Austria will be forced to slow the play down and go all the way back to David Alaba, who plays a lovely ball right through the centre of midfield. It's back with Schlager now, central position, midway through the Dutch half, lays it off to Sarbitzer. Sarbitzer turns away from Wijnaldum, does a 360 Sarbitzer and then goes for goal. It's a weak effort from 35 yards, blocked away by Daly Blinton. That surely, as a goalkeeper, Rob Green, is one of those you see coming and you think, yeah, shoot all day from there. Well, it's, it sums Austria up a bit that Alaba, probably the best passer in the team with Sarbitzer, he, he's way at the back and plays a wonderful ball through the midfield block of, of the Netherlands side and then all oh, comes to a standstill, really. And you're thinking, well, if you could be doing that 30 yards further up the pitch, then they could really cause some damage. Netherlands in possession just inside their own half. A few whistles from the Dutch crowd, which perhaps shows you a little bit about what they want to see from their team as the ball is lifted forward by Wijnaldum. Won't be reached by Veghorst and goes behind for an Austria goal kick. It's not been his evening, has it, Veghorst? No, and he's, uh, we talked about him laying up the shot, to, the pass for Depay to spoon over, but realistically, you're looking at him, a player in confidence, as you were saying, Vicky on form would have taken that shot in a blink of an eye and a chance for you to score another goal at a major tournament and you turn it away then uh, not quite firing on all cylinders yes he did score in their last match against Ukraine Val Veghorst but the appearances this month both at the tournament and in the pre-Euro 2020 friendlies his first appearances since November 2019 he's been trying for so long to get back into the national side and I think it's the weight of that as well that is on his shoulders he gave a very emotional interview to German television after his Euro 20 score place was confirmed it means so much to him as the Netherlands have the ball back with Stecklenburg inside his own penalty area and of course those emotions are also positive but it does add that weight and that importance as well doesn't it yeah the enormity of it all you realize the home games or the group games are at home and <laughs> it makes it that little bit bigger yes all three group games are in amsterdam for the netherlands which is an advantage for them although they have only won nine of their last 21 games at the Johan cruyff arena but 
They might make that 10 in 22 because they lead Austria 1-0 here. 14 and a half minutes gone in the second half here on 5 Live. And here is their goal scorer, Depay. Slides it through into the penalty area for Van Aanholt down to the byline. Cuts the ball across behind off line at Netherlands corner. Brilliant from Depay. Saw him just go. Van Aanholt said, I'm going. And he splits the defence perfectly. Weighted. Ulmer does really, really well. Puts his head down. Has to get back because he's reached the byline. He's just sliding across the six-yard box. Last ditch defending, but effective. And I'll tell you what, behind you, you've got Dragovic and Alaba sliding in there as well. They were covering that near post there. Good defending by Austria, but corner to the Netherlands, which will be swung in right-footed to the far post by Memphis Spy. Headed back across goal. Brilliant save. And then just deflects past the post from the follow-up from De Ligt. Excellent initial save from the header by Backman. And De Ligt with the follow-up, sees it go wide. Yeah, completely unmarked at the far post, just steps away. Free header and then flicked in, flicked in by Defray. Brilliant save. So another corner to the Netherlands. Swung in again by Memphis Depay. It's another dangerous one. Headed out of the six-yard box and then volleyed over from the edge of the area. And that cleared the goal. Didn't quite clear the stands, but almost ended up with those fans but yes the initial corner from Depay flicks on by Beckhorst De Vray what a superb save that was from the Watford goalkeeper Daniel Batman gets big both hands to it and then the deflection behind from De Ligt's follow-up could have gone anywhere yeah, well, he did well there Vicky was he realized that the header was never going to get down low so he raised his hands in anticipation so it may look like yes it's up around head height you should save it but he's anticipated the header being high because of the closeness of the header and the height of the header he's able to make the save easier for himself and react it's good goalkeeping well Austria are reacting to this scoreline they've made a double substitution Grilic and Kalajic are both on Lima one of those going off as the Netherlands win the ball on the halfway line and Gregoric is the other player who's been released. It has not been his day. Mikhail Gregoric, another player we were mentioning, Veghorst earlier for Austria. It's the same story for Gregoric. His selection was questioned, scored in their opener. Very emotional after that as Veghorst drives wide inside the penalty area. But it's not been Gregoric's day. So Sasha Kalajic, the 23-year-old, has had a great season with Stuttgart. 16 league goals this season, 11 since the end of January. He's on and they will hope that he can offer them something. And Grilic coming on as well. Four goals for Hoffenheim this season as Austria give the ball away at the back. Wijnaldum just outside the penalty area to the left-hand side now. And Van Aanhout tried to pull it back to Wijnaldum and it's cleared away by Austria. It's just the decision-making from the Netherlands sometimes in those areas. That was such a dangerous situation. And Van Aanhout decides to pull it back to Wijnaldum rather than trying to use one of the other orange shirts in the penalty area yep on the ball you'd say there's one criticism it's that final ball it's that decision making and also when they do get it right remember it's just been a penalty that they've scored for all the chances that they've created it's that one penalty which was right on the corner of the box so no they've had one shot from a penalty one shot from a court um, from a corner but umpteen chances to get it right and, and not done so and that is why it is still just the one goal advantage to the Netherlands on home turf in Amsterdam as Frankie de Jong goes down, can seize the free kick on the halfway line. It's one of those where two players went down, they both froze looking at the referee to see what decision would be made and the decision goes Austria's way. Yeah, good decision. Double change, I'm talking about from Austria, it's a treble change. 
Yes, it will be a triple change. Nathan Ake, Daniel Marlin and Owen Vindal are all coming on. So, triple change from Frank de Boer. Daily Blint is one of those to party. I'm not sure he knows yet. It's one of, oh, goodness. It's one of those. He points his chest. He says me. And I'll tell you what, that is not a happy player coming off there, Daily Blint. He wasn't looking when the subs board went up. That was on purpose. And, uh, yeah, a little bit frustrated, a little bit like his manager. I do love that psychology, Rob. I mean, I, I doubt you were substituted very often in your career at all, but if I just don't look at the board, it'll leave me on and it'll, it'll change it to someone else. <laughs> I was witnessing a certain Chelsea goalkeeper that, uh, that did that to good indeed, effect. Indeed, indeed. Kepa Ariza Balaga. So Van Aanholt is off for Vindal and Veghorst is off as well for Marlin. And again... We say the same for Austria's Gregoric. It's not been Veghorst's evening. So triple substitution for the Dutch as Dragovic swings the ball into the penalty area for Austria. Cleared away out for an Austria throw midway through the Netherlands half. Three like-for-like -like swaps. Just fresh legs, similar to the first game that the Netherlands made. I'm more interested in Kalajic coming on for Austria. He's a clever player. He's... He's a tall player, but he's he's not an out-and-out out number nine. He's a centre midfielder, come centre forward. He's, he's changed his position over as he's matured as a player. So if there are gaps and he is cute enough to find them, then maybe, maybe there's an inkling there for Austria. Ball goes out of play for a throw to the Netherlands on halfway. They still lead 1-0, 20 minutes gone in the second half. Yes, that's exactly it with Kalajic. He's one of those where he's so tall, you think, well, classic number nine, holds it up, big centre forward. But as you say, he was a central midfielder earlier in his youth, and he describes his style of play as being between a nine and a ten, which I'm sure they've done their homework on in the Dutch, but it can catch you out. Yep, and you've got uh, three defenders, one of them just coming on. Lots of holes in there as well, and he's scored a lot of goals in the Bundesliga last season, so maybe he fancies chances here. Netherlands in possession. So far, their chances have been better, and they've taken one of them, that penalty from Memphis to Pie after 11 minutes, which gives them this 1-0 lead, and as things stand... We'll take them through to the last 16 tonight as group winners. It will also knock out North Macedonia. And they could get a second here. Here is Donia Marlin in on goal into the penalty area. Squares in. Brilliant goal from the Netherlands. That is so well deserved. Denzel Dumfries coming in unmarked as Austria appeal for offside. But Dumfries has the ball in the back of the net for the second game running. And the Netherlands lead Austria by two goals to nil. Well, he's been under much criticism, De Boer, but he's made the change, and that change has made the difference with that goal. His bed horse was still on the pitch. I don't think that would have been created because Marlon has had to run from pretty much the halfway line. He would have been caught by the Austrian defence, but it's brilliant from Depay just managing to hold it up. Perfectly timed pass. Hinteregger playing them onside, and then he's in, he's through. It's about his decision-making. He's Dumfries, the wing-back as ever, bombing on forwards. He's there, up there with them at the centre-forward, putting it into an empty net, 2-0. You have to say, it's well-deserved. Well, as Rob Green says, the run was timed perfectly from the substitute, Daniel Marlin. VAR have had a look, they are happy, and the Netherlands lead Austria 
by two goals to nil. And Denzel Dumfries, what a tournament he's having. He scored his first goal for the Netherlands, that late winner against Ukraine in the last match. And now he's scored his second for his country, two and two for Denzel Dumfries, two goals for the Netherlands. And it looks as though it will be all three points as well and winning this group and through to the last 16 with a match to spare. Unless Austria can find a comeback. And of course, Rob Green, we saw what the Ukraine did last match. Yes, we did. <laughs> the Ukraine and Yarmolenko could shoot from 30 yards. I'm, I'm yet, to see, <laughs> yet to see someone do that from this Austrian side. Sarbitzer maybe, but... You have to say that the defence held such a high line and there was no real pressure on Depay who'd done well to get the space to play the pass and from there they were just dead and buried. They were miles behind Marlon. Austria have the ball just outside the Netherlands penalty area. They do win a corner. Daniel Backman, the Austrian Watford goalkeeper, incidentally, has picked up a yellow card for his process. I mean, we have the benefit of replays. It was onside, perfectly timed run, but he was absolutely furious, Backman, initially. Yeah, well, he knew VAR would have a look as well, so it's seemingly quite foolish. <laughs> you saying you wouldn't have done that as a keeper? There wasn't any VAR when I was playing. <laughs> so you had to. No, just doing it for your team, absolutely. Selfless. Corner to Austria. Alaba swings it in. Good delivery. And it's headed over on the edge of the six-yard box by Hinteregger. He was surrounded by orange shirts, but he got the header away. That's a chance for Austria. Yeah, it's a tough chance. Near post. Just reaching too far back to get the chance. And he's beyond the near post. And actually, you know what? Looking at it there, maybe flick it on from that opportunity. But... Also, you, you say with this Austrian defence that you, you play your plans to the players on the pitch. And as soon as Weghorst went off and Marlon came on, you have to play a little bit deeper because you've got two whippets up front. And that there, you've got to... Yes, you're forcing the game. Yes, you're pressing for an equaliser. But you know that one ball and you're not going to catch them. Well, Austria are making another substitution, trailing 2-0 in Amsterdam. And it's the one-time Newcastle lone player, Valentino Lazaro, who is on for Christoph Baumgartner. He's had another injury-disrupted season once again, out on loan from Inter Milan, this time at Borussia Mönchengladbach. As Austria clear the ball away from their own penalty area. The Netherlands leading by two goals to nil, as Hinteregger will tidy that up. Dumfries... The scorer of the Netherlands' second goal thought he was blocked off there, but nothing doing by the referee, and Hintregger will clear long. Nathan Ake wins it just outside the centre circle. Austria will pick it up again, though. Here is Liner in field to one of their substitutes, Kalajic, the tall centre forward. Picked up again by Liner on the halfway line, and now forward to Valentino Lazaro. Here is Kalajic turning once more. Good ball into the penalty area. Excellent sliding challenge by Nathan Ake because Lazaro was right on his shoulder there and it goes out for a corner to Austria. Netherlands 2, Austria nil. 25 minutes gone in this second half on 5 Live. Yeah, did exactly what the Austrian defence didn't do for the second goal. Read the danger, dropped, realised that there wasn't pressure on the ball, knew that the run was going to go in behind him. Intelligent defending. So corner to Austria, Lazaro has his right hand in the air, swings it into the edge of the six-yard box, there's a scramble in there and it rolls just past the post of Stecklenburg, who I don't think was getting there. The decision is another corner to Austria, my goodness, that was close. Yeah, Kalajic didn't really know much about the header and Stecklenburg certainly didn't know much about the finish after the deflection. 
So another corner taken from the right by Lazaro. Swings it in again. It's another good delivery. Alaba's gone down. Cleared away by the Netherlands out of the penalty area. Will be picked up by Schlager on the halfway line. And I think the referee might just have a little look over his shoulder. But now Alaba is up to his feet and jogging out of the penalty area. And Austria will send the ball back to Daniel Backman. Netherlands 2. Austria nil at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. The Netherlands win possession just inside their own half. Wijnaldum plays it out to the left-hand side and Frankie de Jong. And here now is Memphis Depay. Vindal was streaming forward, blocked by Austria. Memphis Depay will go for the curler while he was trying a Yarmolenko on the side of the goal. And it went high and it went wide. Yeah, not quite the end result, but you're looking at these from that game. They're clearly not well organised from free kicks the Netherlands side and two opportunities now for the Austrian team from corners so set pieces as well as just general defending is an issue for this uh, this Dutch side and uh, it's going to be something that they've got no time to work on it but they need to improve they're having to defend here Austria with the ball but still inside their own half Austria trailing 2-0 Austria who have never in fact lost in Amsterdam although they've only played four matches in the Dutch capital city but they are losing here and it could be about to get worse here is the scorer of the Netherlands second Denzel Dumfries out to the right hand side in field to Daniel Marlin as the Netherlands work it back to Daron and now Frankie de Jong central position midway through the Austria half now Daron once more as the Netherlands just slow the play down and go all the way back into their own half remember we have a new episode of the daily euros for you to download on bbc sounds tomorrow morning every morning throughout the tournament all the latest news the big interviews and you can also download a new episode of that peter crouch podcast tomorrow morning as well as the ball goes out of play for a throw to austria on the halfway line and the Netherlands are preparing to make another substitution and you can listen to the applause here because Ryan Gravenberg, one of their bright young talents is coming on for Martin Derone and the Dutch fans inside the Johan Cruyff Arena are very pleased to see Gravenberg coming on because this is Ajax's home stadium he is their young player of the year as they won the double a real breakthrough season with them five goals and six assists scored in the Dutch Cup final as well and the 19-year-old is on. What can he do in these final 17 minutes or so? Just a straight swap. Slots into that holding midfield role alongside De Jong. You're looking at the Dutch now. You're thinking, OK, 15 minutes to go. Let's please have a comfortable finish. Certainly something that we they didn't have in the first game against the Ukraine. And... Uh, as long as they don't give away any more set pieces, you feel like they might get away with it. Yes, it's set pieces that have really troubled the Netherlands. This evening, when Austria have been able to make something of them, as Hinteregger goes off on another one of those marauding runs, the centre-half lays it off to Alaba, who is now out on the left wing. They've switched the formation a little bit here, Austria. They've done what Rob Crean's been asking them to do for a long time. They're getting their captain, David Alaba, into situations where he can hurt the Dutch from an attacking perspective as Dragovic sends a long ball into the penalty area. And I'm looking at you, Rob, another one that the keeper's eyes light up for. Yeah, well, centre-half crossing the ball from 40 yards and uh, unsurprisingly, the quality wasn't there. But uh, we talked about Arnautovic 
been suspended for this game, the impact that it has, and he might have started, he might have been subbed, but also it takes away one of your options as a substitute if he had have started. And Gregovic, you'd imagine, would have been coming on. And it, it just, when you don't have that bigger squad, when you don't have those options, it hurts twice because the guy coming on, Nazaro, isn't as strong as the guy started. So, yeah, the real impact that has had on the game. Memphis Depay picks it up for the Netherlands just inside the Austria half. 15 minutes to play. Netherlands lead 2-0 on 5 live. Here is Gravenberg inside the penalty area. Plays it back to Memphis Depay. Right-hand side. Tries to play it back through, but it's well intercepted by the former Newcastle lone man, Valentino Lazaro. And then brilliant sliding challenge from Denzel Dumfries. Hey, he got back there, didn't he, Rob? <laughs> he's got back, yeah. I think he's... he's appreciating that Gravenberg is on the pitch and he's managing to uh, bow on us instead of him and uh, yeah he's saved his energy for coming back but taking a blow in the nether regions for it <laughs> indeed he's in a little bit of pain the Netherlands man as Valentino Lazaro appeals but Denzel Dumfries is giving a little thumbs up to the referee but <laughs> he's breathing heavily Rob He's doing a very strange disco dance by the looks of it. <laughs> but it is a throw to the Netherlands and Dumfries. Well, I was going to say he's recovered enough to take it, but he's, he's launched it in two-handed and then he's bent double again as he's walked back onto the pitch. He might need a little bit more help tracking back just for a couple of minutes as Austria have the ball just inside the Netherlands half. If you thought he was going to track back and that's the reward he gets, then you can think again. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be saying to Frank de Boer, no, thank you. I won't be doing that. I've scored the second. I look to have made the three points safe. The three points that will see the Netherlands win the group tonight is back when took a risk there on the edge of his penalty area, just taking it away from the onrushing attack and playing it out to the left-hand side. One of those is a keeper. You say, oh, I knew what I was doing. Cool as you like. Cool as you like, Vicky. <laughs> now had it under control yet. Yeah, his heart would have been in his mouth as he was turning then. Austria worked the ball down the left-hand side. Here is Alaba on this left wing, midway through the Netherlands half. And plays it forward and now will be all the way back to Hinteregger. The Dutch are dropping deeper and deeper as Hinteregger advances forward. And now here is Schlager, 35 yards out. Thought about the shot as it opened up. Instead, we'll work it out to the right-hand side, just ahead of Lazaro, though. And the Netherlands will bring it forward with Weindahl. But it's picked up again by Austria, right-hand side of the penalty area in field two. Schlager well closed down and will be picked up once more by Austria who again try to work it towards that penalty area Schlager then eventually does send it in it's headed away by Nauden picks it up for the Netherlands lovely turn but try to slide it through two black shirts and didn't manage to Ulmer delivers the ball into the penalty area it's three on three there for a moment for Austria the Netherlands clear the ball away Austria have it again outside the centre circle Frank de Boer must be so frustrated on the touchline. How on earth did that situation with the slow build-up end up three on three in the Netherlands penalty area? It's just the, their instinct is to go and the worst possible thing they did was win the ball back because the players just went, right, we're going, we're off, we're on the break and you know, you're tuning a lot. You've got just over 10 minutes to go. Just see the game out. You, you're through to the next round as it is. Just, just take your foot off the gas, sit deep and defend, organise. I don't know whether they can do it ball is back with Stecklenburg who clears long who in that situation I think would have been going come back come back 
Ball just, spins out of play. Just need that experienced head in there just to tell everybody, just to calm down, just to just to see the game out. What you don't want to do is turn this into 2-1 and it be a real fight. So 12 minutes plus out of time to play. The Netherlands 2, Austria 0. A scoreline that is going to see the Netherlands win the group this evening and go through to the last 16. A scoreline that will also see North Macedonia knocked out of this competition. Their major tournament debut. Austria ball into the penalty area. Cleared away by De Vray. And the ball will go out for an Austria throw midway through the Netherlands half. Remember the big one tomorrow. I say remember, how could you forget? England against Scotland at Wembley from 8 o'clock. We will be live inside the stadium with John Murray, Chris Waddle and Pat Nevin. Our build-up starts on Five Live Breakfast from 6am. Nicky Campbell is out in Leicester. Rachel Burden is out at about in Glasgow. We will have both sides very well represented as we build up to our commentary from Wembley at 8 o'clock. Austria at the Johan Cruyff Arena in possession, trailing the Netherlands by two goals to nil as Alaba plays it back to Hinteregger and the organisation from the orange shirts is good. Austria trying to pick up the tempo in sweltering conditions in Amsterdam as the Netherlands clear the ball away from outside their own penalty area and you can tell now there are some tired legs out there Rob Green. Yeah the game slowed down and that lends itself to the Netherlands just seeing the game out and looking at the clock 80 minutes gone Austria yet to have a shot on target in the game not tested Stecklenburg at all and you can see why you can see that when they do get it and they get the opportunity it's slow they're not so sure on the ball they're not confident on the ball it's not slick like the Dutch and it's, it's just one now where they'll sit back you well you hope <laughs> they haven't done so far but you're thinking as it slows down just see the game out let it peter out here comes Alaba for Austria there he does go for goal and it's wide of Stecklenburg's post and Stecklenburg is screaming at his defence there and you can see why Rob Green because it was so clear what Alaba was going to do yeah and it's one the one player the one player that you don't want on the ball shooting from distance you just got to get out to the ball quicker I mean it's afraid descendants and a half who can't get out to him the midfielder stood watching Stecklenburg incredible judgment to let it go by because it was close he then stands there screaming at the defense because they've just stood and watched well perhaps frank de boer is listening to you rob green perhaps he's listening as well to his inner defensive mind because memphis Depay is coming off and luke Dion is coming on so again tactically it's a, a straight swap so probably more about resting Depay than anything else but we'll see if it changes the Dutch approach slightly although I'm sure Luke de Jong having come on will certainly want to impress up front yeah he's a tall target man of a player and well, it's an out ball for these last few moments that as they drop they've got someone to play the ball out to it's astute management here are the Netherlands in possession, but they've lost it on the halfway line. And this could be risky. Sabitzer for Austria. Midway through the Netherlands half. Left-hand side. He's looking for the black shirts to arrive ahead of him. The orange ones instead are crowding him out. But he does hold on to it, Sabitzer, as Austria are forced back. Here is Alaba, the captain, to Grilich. Closed down by Luke de Jong. He's just come on for the Dutch, who lead 2-0 into the final eight minutes in Amsterdam. 
Now Liner for Austria, right-hand side of the penalty area, swings the ball in right-footed, headed away by De Ligt. Dumfries will come out and just close down Ulmer, who gets there first for Austria, pulls it back again. Alaba is given the space to cross. It's a good delivery, headed away by the Netherlands out of the penalty area and should be cleared long by Vindar, but it's cleared straight to Grilich and you can hear the rumbles of frustration around the Johan Cruyff arena because Austria are coming forward once more as Liner plays it forward, blocked by Wijnaldum, who's back there trying to clear on the edge of his own penalty area and then Schlager goes down under the challenge of Wijnaldum the decision is throw as Schlager gets back up to his feet and there's a big smile between he and Wijnaldum as Austria having made three changes earlier in this match are preparing to make another two his last chance saloon now so Leinhardt is on for Dragovic and they will make another substitution as well as Leinhardt enters the field and Onisiwo is on for Schlager as well. Attacking changes for Austria, and they have to be from Franco Foda. Yeah, you're asking about it. The, the, the breakaway before, which they had, the opportunity was there. And Sarbic had it, and he was looking for the options to play, and the gaps were there because of the break. But they spent so much energy in this game, doing the high press, trying to go toe-to-toe with the Netherlands side that they just didn't have the legs to get up with him and the opportunity went ball played into the penalty area though looking for the substitute whose header on Isiwo is straight at Stecklenburg and again you can count on the fingers of one hand that Stecklenburg has been called into meaningful action he got the header on target but again straight down the throat of the goalkeeper yeah it's a good play from Kalajic this is what he does he steps off the defence one touch turn clip pass and it's straight onto the substitute's head, but it's a bit of a sponge head. Didn't have any power into it, and it's comfortable for Stecklenburg. So the Netherlands in possession, just inside the Austria half. Played out to this left-hand side, and Weinder outside the penalty area. The Netherlands 2, Austria nil. Approaching the final five minutes in Amsterdam, the Netherlands... Five minutes plus out of time away from moving through to the last 16. Tonight, as group winners, as Nathan Ake of Manchester City has the ball on the halfway line all the way back to Matthias Delix. And now Frankie de Jong and Ake once more outside the centre circle. We mentioned it earlier, Rob, but Delix hasn't had too much to do but has moved freely during this match. And I think given the fact he missed the first game against Ukraine with injury that <laughs> will be job done for Frank de Boer yeah, get some minutes under his belt get on to the next game I think here come Austria coming forward again though Kalajic again holding the ball up well showing good footwork in the centre of the park lays it off to the right hand side and Lainu swings the ball into the penalty area it's high it bounces away but again the Netherlands just don't get to that second ball and again Ulmer can fire it off an opponent this time Dumfries and behind for another Austria corner and as we've said Rob it's at set pieces that the Austrians look most dangerous well they've got a few minutes left to do something and they've had one shot on target all game just make it interesting for these last few minutes ask the question because Netherlands they failed in the previous game corner swung high by Austria looking for liner on that far side it's cleared away by the Netherlands and will go out for an Austria throw deep in Dutch territory that's the worst corner of the game so far for, for, for Austria and uh, they've got big players in the team they just need to find them here is Valentino Lazaro down by the Dutch corner flag on the right-hand side. Pulls it back into the centre of the pitch and 
Grilich, nice footwork, sees him advance towards the Netherlands penalty area, then almost off the ball there, Grilich, but does lay it off to Liner, and now Alaba, the Netherlands leading 2-0 here on 5 Live in the dying stages of this match as Alaba picks it up 25 yards out, he's eased off it by Wijnaldum, and Wijnaldum will bring it away for the Dutch, checked inside his own half, but will play it out to the left-hand side now as the Netherlands advance over the halfway line with Marlon taking on Hinteregger who stood up very well there and then got a second bite on the ball too but the Dutch have won it back with Vindal and now out to Marlon again once more and Marlon will just slow the play down as Frankie de Jong comes and joins in and this is game management from the Dutch <laughs> finally Rob you took the words out of my mouth Mickey. this is how you win a game of football the Dutch teams of years gone by just known for keeping the ball you stand on that pitch and it feels like you can't get close to them because they're all so comfortable they can play in any position and they all just interchange just keep the ball you've got the biggest pitch that you want just to make it as big as you want and keep it you don't have to attack two and a half minutes to go as Gravenberg does attack just as Rob says but I think they're entitled to do that after a, a couple of minutes would you say or do you think they as Backman then just takes another touch inside his six yard box cool as you like would say Rob Green heart in his mouth is what's really going on as the ball goes out for a Netherlands throw midway through the Austria heart yeah they've never really been truly threatened but you don't want to make it harder for yourself and with two minutes to go in the game and Another game coming up against North Macedonia. You can win the group in the game that you fancy yourselves. Just make sure you win this one. And as you say, Rob, the importance of resting players as this busy Euro 2020 schedule continues. 2-0, job done, group one. And they can rotate against North Macedonia. And not just about resting players, but, but giving your squad players the experience because who knows when they might be called on later in the tournament as Austria come down the right-hand side with Lazaro just outside the penalty area pulls it back to Liner exchanges passes with Grilich sends it forward left-footed picked up by Sarbitzer over on this right-hand side and now Lazaro long ball into the penalty area again Austria have the bodies in there but the header is behind Netherlands have a player down it's Matthias De Ligt but it looks as though it's cramp rather than anything more serious as Stefan de Vray is just stretching that leg for him and time is ticking away into the final minute plus out of time Netherlands 2 Austrian L yeah job done you think from now on in and uh, the border manager of the Netherlands will be pleased with the performance but truly that you can kind of feel that as soon as Arnautovic was taken out of the equation for this game the attacking threat that Austria had that could have really exploited the gaps in the defence was taken away because Salbitz of for all his quality has been quiet tonight well he is limping a little bit here Matthias De Ligt he's back up to his feet the Netherlands have used all five substitutions so well he's gone down here at De Ligt he's raising his hand as Stecklenburg takes that and Stecklenburg looks to the heavens because this is so frustrating for the Netherlands again it looks like it might be cramped for De Ligt he's being helped up very sportingly by Kalicic of Austria who's just stretching that leg up <laughs> But they will hope that it's not more serious. And what do you do here if you're Debord? Do you, do you say, we'll just come off, we're 2-0 up, we'll play with 10 men for the last few minutes? He's such an important player, Delict, of course, without Virgil van Dijk. So much pressure and weight on his young shoulders. Well, he's being helped off the pitch slowly. They've got three minutes to go. I'd stick him up front and just let him stand there and bring De Jong back to head any dangerous balls forward. I mean... It's, uh, it's a back three that they're using, so they've got enough bodies back there. Just 
sheer weight of numbers. They're, Austria can't do anything different than they have, haven't done, haven't tried for the last 90 minutes. So a blot on this evening for the Netherlands. Matthias de Ligt is limping off. He's certainly in discomfort. It, it looked like cramp on a couple of occasions, but we will have to wait and see if that is a more serious muscle injury, having not played their opener against Ukraine. But Austria with the ball midway through their own half. The Netherlands 2, Austria nil into four minutes of added time, and we've played almost one of them. So the Netherlands seeing out this match with 10 men as Austria bring the ball down the left hand. Well, I was going to say seeing out with 10 men. He's limped off De Ligt, and now they're saying they want him to come back on the Netherlands medical staff as Austria send the ball out of play over on that far side. And he's come back on there, De Ligt. That's a rather bizarre scenario because we didn't see the trainer come on. So I'm not entirely sure why De Ligt went off. He'd been treated by a couple of players on the pitch, but to limp all the way off and then limp all the way back on, he's, he's probably walked more than if he just stood there for the rest of the game, hasn't he? Wow. He doesn't look entirely comfortable coming back on, so he'll be counting it down the seconds for sure. So Austria in possession with Sabitzer. It's well won, though, by the Netherlands. And Luke de Jong and now Marlon trying to set Wijnaldum away. Wijnaldum just slipped under pressure from Hinteregger, but it was a slip. It wasn't a foul as Wijnaldum slaps the turf in frustration. And Austria come over the halfway line. Austria, who will play Ukraine on Monday in Bucharest. That will now be a showdown for second place in Group C because the Netherlands, with this 2-0 scoreline, with two minutes of added time to play, are going to win Group C this evening and go through to the last 16. It also means that North Macedonia will exit the competition as the ball through is straight into the arms of Martin Stecklenbergen. Now he has the opportunity to do a bit of game management, which is exactly what you would do in this situation. Yep. I can't remember the last time anyone got brought up on the six-second rule, and I don't think that will change now. But just going back to Genie Wijnaldum, has been terrific tonight, and I think he really enjoyed that position of being the most advanced midfielder to him behind him he can make runs I mean we're in the 90 in injury time now and he's still bombing forward he's the furthest player forward so I think he enjoys that role the Netherlands have lost it on the halfway line 90 seconds to play they lead 2-0 it will surely now just be a consolation for Austria if they can find one if they can breach this Netherlands back line which they have struggled to do they have offered some threat from set pieces but the Netherlands are keeping this clean sheet and they've won possession just inside their own half and Vijnaldum has looked for the run of Vijnaldum Vijnaldum on the edge of the penalty area they're not committing too many orange shirts forward Vijnaldum might not need them but Hinteregger again has made a very good challenge there and again at the second attempt wins the ball he's had a good game Hinteregger for Austria yeah well he's had to because he's not the most mobile of defenders and yet he's managed to track back he got caught playing the Dutch substitute onside for the second goal but every time he's needed to get back he can do Austria in possession midway through the Netherlands half this is a good driving run to the edge of the penalty area by Leanhart, but it's picked up by the Netherlands and now Daniel Marlin racing towards the penalty area he's on the edge of the box he goes for goal and it's over the bar 15 seconds of added time to play there there the Netherlands yeah in true Netherlands style, Marlon breaks into the box and De Vray, the centre half, an underlapping run into the penalty area, Marlon shoots and he stands there and goes, why? Why? I've just run all that way in the last few moments of the game. So we have played the four minimum minutes of added time. The Netherlands are on the brink of winning Group C, 2-0 up against Austria, who have the ball just inside the Netherlands half, but time surely 
seconds away from being up as the referee puts the whistle to his lips and then seems to hesitate as Austria have one last attack the ball swung into the area headed away by the Netherlands up towards Luke de Jong who goes down the whistle is blown and it is the full-time whistle the Netherlands are through to the last 16 of Euro 2020 they have won Group C they've won it with a 2-0 win over Austria. The goals from Memphis to Pi early on from the spot. And You've heard it here on TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Netherlands winning Group C with an impressive 2-0 win over Austria. I'm your host, Matthew Kaz. A reminder, tomorrow we've got Sweden versus Slovakia at 9 a.m., then at noon, it's Croatia versus the Czech Republic. And then the one that everyone is going to be focusing on, the oldest rivalry in football history, England versus Scotland at 3 o'clock. Andy Petrillo, Gareth Wheeler will be joining me tomorrow for all halftime coverage. You've been listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here.